This is Rumble Strip. I'm Erica Heilman. I've been reading the news way too much. I read every version of the same story in every news outlet. I know more about taxes than I ever have and the Logan Act. And I seem to keep forgetting the important things that are not the news. So I asked radio producer Scott Carrier to tell me about a place that was far, far away from the news. It's a musical. Welcome. Well, mountain range in Wyoming is all right. I've called it that before. But I'd rather not say it by name. I try not to say it the name of the mountains. There's a place he goes And he never says it by name And he doesn't say it by name Because he doesn't want more people to go there You can find a place In fact, he hopes you find a place He encourages you to find a place And keep it to yourself I was in a Boy Scout troop where the scoutmaster loved to fly fish. He taught us how to fly fish, basically. We tied our own flies, made our own rods. And for summer camp, we'd go to this mountain range in Wyoming where the fishing was really good. He had to walk like a whole day just to get into it, into the mountains. But um, once you got up there, it was just like primitive it's a primitive wilderness area. We would leave camp in the morning and come back at night or, you know, before dinner. And that was fine. No, you know, scoutmasters or parents. We'd just go off by ourselves, even alone. And it's like, get out of camp, we'll see you later. Which was great. That They would never do that now, especially where, where we were. <laughs> because it was, it was like, uh, you know very high, remote wilderness with lots of cliffs, lots of mountains, granite walls. And it's pretty apparent the things that can happen to you, you know. It's like you look down a steep slope, it's, you know, it's nothing to be taken lightly because gravity doesn't care what mood you're in. <laughs> it doesn't care. So lots of ways to get really, if not seriously injured, just lost, stranded. Uh, I think my memories of fishing when I was that age are I'm always by myself. Time, 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 time is not part of fishing. Time has nothing to do with fishing. Uh, I think I was 11 years old. I was fishing on this lake, probably about 9,500 feet, because there were trees, big trees around the shore, and granite cliffs, pretty much all the way around it. You know, huge granite walls. This place, summit places in this range have like 3,000 foot, just vertical granite walls, and a lake at the bottom, but this is like more lower, more round. Anyway, the sun was going down, and the water had a sort of like ripple on it, just a little bit of wind, so there were a lot of little ripples. And I saw that the sun was reflected in each one of those ripples. It was like identical reflection. 
on the water, and I just became mesmerized by watching these refractions off the water and sort of felt out of my body a bit. I mean, I didn't have, I didn't, it wasn't like I left my body, but I was conscious of the whole environment, the trees, the sky, the clouds, the little bit of wind. And it was a feeling of dissolving into that or being a part of that, not separate from it. And there's not really any words for it. It's too bad because it's really a nice thing, wonderful thing, and yet it's so hard to describe and also difficult to make it or let it happen. So. Things like time and nature are sometimes difficult to talk about. Nothing exciting happens in this show. In the city, you know, everything, you really got to have your act together about what you're doing, who you are, what you're doing, and why it matters, and everything has to be in its place, and you have to stay up on top of things like, you know, you're being effective and a powerful force of some kind, or at least not getting pushed around everywhere. But in the wilderness, up high, it's just obvious that none of that's important and that you're not really even important <laughs> and and that's so refreshing such a release you don't know everything that's happening you don't you can't understand it it's beyond explanation or even understanding and that's humbling that's the thing about the west the mountains and the deserts in the western United States, they're humbling. What does Peacock say? Humility is the precursor to reason. In order to be reasonable, you have to first be reached a point of humility. 90 miles, 90 miles, 90 miles, 90 miles, 90 miles, 90 miles, 90 miles. A nice thing about living in the western Rocky Mountains is that you can see 90 miles from your porch. In these mountains in Wyoming, the, these high meadows where actually the Colorado on one side and the Mississippi on the other, where these rivers starts, the headwaters, the place where these rivers actually begin, it's like capillaries the little drainages up high. So they're distinct memories of like rocks in your hand or lying down on the ground and looking at a flower, you know, you're just taking a nap, wake up and see a flower right in front of your eye. Or the weight of the sky often, you know, it's so blue, it's deep, deep blue and the clouds are huge. And, the summer, so much evaporation coming up off the mountains, these clouds just billow up, and it's such a big sky. I don't know how else to say it. You just feel it pressing down on your body in a good way, not a bad way, but you can feel it. 
And in a way, you can feel, when you look at a cliff wall, 3,000-foot-high cliff wall, you can feel that in your body. You know, it's not just with your eyes. It has a presence that you can feel in your chest. The walls of the mountain. These strong, specific things have a way of, like, giving you this insight into how everything's interconnected. I think that's why people like going into nature, getting away from civilization, is because, you know, it's deep in our genes. Um, but it's not really a story. It's really not a story. The story has no end. But the show has an end, and this is the end of the show. Right here, let's go. But let's come back again someday, someday, someday. That was Scott Carrier, producer of one of my favorite podcasts, Home of the Brave, which still manages to surprise me every time. You can find it wherever you get your podcasts. The sound for the show was recorded in Hancock, Vermont, by listener and neuroscientist Willie Tobin. The music is by me, and the last song is by Larry Massett. Thanks to everyone who's made donations to the show. I need them, and I appreciate them. And if you want to make a donation, you can find a donate button at the top right corner of my website, rumblestripvermont.com. And one last thing. I make this show by myself. There's no publicity team or marketing department. So if you like what you're hearing, it would be great if you could spread the word in your social media sphere and review it on iTunes or Apple Podcasts or whatever they call that now. This is Rumble Strip. I'm Erica Heilman. Thanks a lot for listening. <laughs>